Hello and welcome to the first episode of Key to Three, um, which is a podcast where we'll discuss um, life tips, self-care, our future plans, books, food, everything in between. And we'll start off by introducing ourselves. So I'm Kirsty. I'm currently studying a master's degree in publishing studies with Mimi, who you've just heard from. And this is Daryl. Um, as Kirsty has already said, we're all studying master's degree in publishing together. Um, we met on the course earlier this year and we decided we would all like to start a podcast. So here we are. Yeah, so we we sat together one day actually in the university union and wanted to hatch a plan, something that was quick, witty and also said something about the content of the podcast. Yeah. So we came up with the idea of three, what would rhyme with three, there's mm-hmm. three of us we came up with the idea of a key, which lent itself nicely to a logo, but we thought, what is key? And this is kind of what gave us the idea of key to Christmas, key to self-care, key to the future, kind of mm-hmm. unlocking that and letting everything spill out. Yeah, what we... and the three has to do with both that we are three girls and then also sort of to do with the past, the present and the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as Kirsty said, the key to key to all of these things and yeah. key to having a good life exactly. um, yeah yeah we kind of like the idea of it being a journey because we're going to be talking about some things from the past some things from the present some things to the future and we wanted to kind of incorporate that slightly so the key to three we felt lent itself quite well mm. into the incorporating of the journey and yeah. opening up and Opening up that door, what's yeah. behind it, what did we expect to be behind yeah. it, what was. Um, and we're all at that really transitional stage in our life right now, aren't we? Where yeah, we, in the middle of a master's and yeah. trying to figure out what we want to do in the future. And yeah, what led, what led us to be here and have we made the right decision, which we all feel we have, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've just we've made a really lovely friendship and wanted to let everybody know a bit about us and what drew us together. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so this is our first episode, which is key to Christmas. Yeah, yay! And um, so, what have you guys been up to recently? So last week, um, despite thinking this would never happen, I finished all of my assignments. Yeah, yeah, and caught up with some old friends. Went for a nice dinner. Um, did a bit of last minute Christmas shopping. Um, just some preparation stuff for Christmas, really. Some. Uh, rapping, watching Christmas movies, relaxing. I worked a bit more. I um, teach English online to Chinese mm. students, um, which I love. So I did some more hours of that. And yeah, just basically unwound a bit from all of the kind mm-hmm. of uni stress, which was lovely. What about you guys? Yeah, same really. Um, like you said, last week finished all the assignments, which was such a relief for them to all be over. And I've been working more, turning more money for January time because Christmas is expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and yeah, like you said, I met with uh, some friends. I had a fake Christmas that I've done since my first year of undergrad um, with some of my old uni friends and then had you guys over and some family over for my birthday gin party, which was really nice. It was lovely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I 
just been working a lot. So, uh, I work at a library assistant. Um, so it's a really fun place to be at this time of year, seeing all the kids getting all excited for Santa coming. <laughs> oh, and cute. So yeah, it's really fun. What about you, Mimi? What have you been up to? Well, basically the same. Finished assignments. <laughs> big surprise. Um, no, it was a very big relief to finish assignments. Um, and then I've been working a little bit more, not a whole lot more. Um, so I've also had time to relax. Um, I work as a senior sales advisor in Whitard, which is the place where you, we sell like coffee beans and tea leaves and hot chocolate. And amazing like that. hot chocolate. Yeah, amazing hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very popular place for Christmas presents. So it's been fairly busy. Um, retail during Christmas is not the most fun thing, but money is needed. Yep. Um, and I've also had time to catch up with friends so I had a little Christmas dinner with my work friends on Thursday night the 13th which was lovely and I've been to the cinema a couple of times and yeah that's about it preparing for lovely. Christmas <laughs> so we thought part of this um, podcast could be a book of the month a book review not necessarily a lengthy book review but just kind of what we're reading what we thought of it and would either of you guys like to go first? What you're reading at the moment or what you've finished recently? Sure. Um, so I finished, a couple of days ago, I finished reading Normal People by Sally Rooney. Um, that's her name, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had like a mind blank, like, <laughs> is that her name? Um, yeah, so I finished reading that a couple of days ago. It only took me a few days, which, judge, like, usually <laughs> it takes me quite a while to finish books when I'm busy with work and uni, but it only took me a few days. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I was worried it would be a bit too highbrow <clears throat> and poetic and stream of consciousness, which a lot of people like, but isn't really my kind of thing. But it was very beautifully written. It was easy to read, but still the language was like really beautiful. Um, it was both kind of gentle and powerful at the same time, and you really felt like you got to know the characters. Um, they're flawed characters but you also can relate to them really much because they feel very very real and they're described in a way that make you feel very close to them um, it's not it's a relatively slow story but it still kind of captures you and you want to find out what happens to these characters so um, sometimes yeah. The, yeah sometimes the best stories are the ones that are the most simple and there's yeah. not much of a plot yeah. because you really get into that character's yeah. mind it's basically about two friends growing up and they have this really close connection but they also have their own problems and it doesn't always work out and they they grow up in this small town in Ireland and then go to Dublin for university and it's about kind of them trying to figure out their life and their friendship um, yeah Definitely Sounds recommend fun. it. Yeah, I think it's next on my list. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Daryl? Um, so I had initially been going to talk about a sequel to a trilogy I've been reading, but instead um, I want to talk about the one a book that I got in a book subscription service I get every month um, called a Girls of Paper and Fire by Natasha Nagan, I think. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but we're just going to go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> Um, so it's a it was a YA um, novel and it's kind of set in this sort of mm. alternate world where um, the like humans are the paper people. Um, there, every sort of, you there's like demons and everyone's sort of on like a 
hierarchy. So like the greater demons are at like the top and then the mm. human humans are kind of like lower down. Um, and they're <coughs> on the sort of bottom realm. So the main protagonist um, gets chosen to be one of the king's paper girls, which basically they're for the king's pleasure along with these other girls. But she doesn't... Whereas the other girls kind of like come round to... They don't enjoy the situation, but they don't detest the situation mm-hmm. as much. But she refuses the king when he calls on her and gets into a lot of trouble for it. Um, and she's worrying quite a lot about her family. Um, and she sort of starts a relationship, kind of, with one of the other paper girls, which oh. is... And there's a whole lot of, like, stories going on out with, and there's a plot to try and overtake the king major spoilers for this <laughs> but um there's quite a lot going on so it's quite it's quite fun it is very intense um definitely definitely a lot of trigger warnings for mm. if you decide to read this book but it was really good um again it was one of those books that i read a couple of days because yeah. it was one of these ones that really dragged you in nice um, but yeah it's intriguing it was good that's intense but good mm. yeah it's really fun what about you Kirsty? So, um, following one of the university presentations um, on Picador Publisher, um, I was really introduced to Adam Kay, who writes This Is Going To Hurt, Mm -hmm. um, which is a book of diary entries from his experience as a junior doctor. And not only did this book really open my eyes to working under the NHS and give me a whole profound appreciation for the NHS, but it also kind of linked back to that teenage angsty feeling of applying to university and not knowing what to apply to which we all remember really well Um, (laughs) and what kind of job will this lead me to and then going down this track and getting so far along it um, I kind of reflected and feel really lucky to have studied something like English which can can take me down a lot of paths because things like medicine you know, they for really high achieving students and students who really want to help people, it seems like the obvious choice. But for Adam Kay in this book, it turned out not to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and these diary entries, some of them are really hysterical. Some of them are quite heartbreaking and some of them are just really enlightening. And I think he realised through his job that he's someone who couldn't just shut the door on his work and dedicate more time to his family, but who got really emotionally involved and it actually ended up overtaking his life. Mm. Um, so he had to take another career option, and I'm glad he did, because he's a beautiful writer, mm-hmm. and it really captivated me. So, um, yeah, it was Picador Publisher that actually introduced me to the book, and I'm so glad that I did this assignment, and that I was introduced to it, because I passed it on to family and friends, and it really is, it's a hysterical read. Mm-hmm. But apart from anything else, it really... It really touches a chord, yeah. straight, pulls a chord with anyone, I think, who's ever had an illness or a family member yeah. with an illness. Yeah, oh, it's very interesting. Yeah, they're really different books, actually, very, the yeah. three of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite um, fun. These are both in my list. Then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. same. Um, <laughs> we could do some sort of, like, book rotation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was handing them around to each other. I enjoy that we chose really different ones. Yeah. Looking yeah. yeah. forward to next month? <clears throat> yeah, no. Absolutely. In light of that, have you got any books that you're particularly looking forward to reading over the Christmas period, whether they be festive or otherwise? Um, actually, I'm really looking forward to reading Normal People, which Mimi yeah. just yeah. spoke about. Um, I've 
bought it, so mm-hmm. it's sitting there, and it's mm-hmm. a beautiful hardback cover. It's beautiful, yeah, um, it's lovely. It's... I hope you won't be disappointed. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think much. I will be, no, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, that's kind of next on my list. Yeah. So about you guys? Um, I've got two books on my to-read list, which is actually very little. I tend to just buy books and they just stack up, but I have been pretty good recently, not bought a lot of books. So... On my Kindle, I have A Discovery of Witches, <gasps> because I know it. they recently released a TV series, which looks amazing, um, and I really want to read the book first, so yeah. I've got that on my Kindle, which I'm probably going to read over Christmas, and then I also have Laura Purcell's The Silent Companions um, as a paperback. I recently read her book, The Corset, which I quite liked. It wasn't as good as normal people, but it was enjoyable, so I'm going to read The uh, Silent Companions soon. And Mimi is a wonderful bookstagrammer. Oh, she yes. <laughs> um, she even incorporates matching between her coffee mugs and her books. Yes. And I feel like. So, um, yeah, I've always particularly drawn to what Mimi is oh, reading fine. at the moment. Yes. Um, Everything always looks so pretty, so I'm like, oh my goodness, I have <laughs> to read that. I really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that sounds really fun. What about you, Daryl? Um, I actually kind of... I kind of want to read some more sort of auto- autobiographical biographical <laughs> words, um, and maybe some more sort of non-fiction because yeah. it's not an area that I tend to Me go too. towards mm. usually. Yeah. There's this YouTuber called Lily Singh. I don't know if you Superwoman. No, I don't. Um, but she brought out a book called How to Be a Boss. Mm. It's spelled B A W S E, and it's basically it's like you're not just a boss, you're a boss. Um, so she it's like uh, um i read i've started reading it um and i feel it's the sort of book you can quite easily dip in and out of which is what i've been doing but over um the rest of the month i'd really quite like to finish reading it um because it's a lot of like it's just kind of calling yourself out a bit and being like no you can't give yourself these excuses all the time Mm. and like you just have to get on with it so it's kind of it's not like (coughs) as much of a hold your hand like sort of self-help book but more of a right you cut your nonsense (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. so cool it's nice to read non-fiction after a while i I tend to always stick to fiction but um, yeah yeah it does kind of just grind you a bit and give you some real perspective it's true when you're really Equally, fiction does that, but yeah, it's nice, nice change. Yeah, yeah, fiction is a nice escape, but sometimes it is good to read non-fiction as well. Yeah, definitely. Learn yeah. something. Do you learn something? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. gives us some food for thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. There's lots of cheese in this. <laughs> um, so what are you guys eating this Christmas period? Well, thank you for that great <laughs> transition. <laughs> yeah, transition. <laughs> um... So I love Christmas food. I think it's a fantastic. Like there's just everything seems so like warm and like homely and comforting. comforting. Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um oh it just it's amazing. But I think one of my favorite things or I've got a couple of favorite things that I really like having. Um corn roast because I'm a vegetarian so like the corn roast is kind of probably the closest sort of replace um like meat replacement thing from um for your like turkey dinner or your roast beef yeah. dinner i absolutely love it it just it makes me so happy can um, i describe the taste to non-vegetarians because i haven't tried it 
the thing about corn is most of the time is it doesn't actually have very much of a taste yeah. in itself. Um, it's more something, it depends what you add it to that has a taste. Yeah. Although I will say that the corn roast and the corn, they do a beef roast as well now. Um, they do have a flavour. I can't, I really, it just, I would say it tastes, it tastes like a vegetarian equivalent of meat. Yeah. If you get like, <laughs> it's like what it is. Yeah. yeah. probably flavoured it with something yeah. because I know like corn bites, they don't really taste no, of anything you just have to flavor them but yeah. i imagine if they do i've not tried the corn roast but i imagine or they the would good. flavor it with something yeah and then by the um, time if you add gravy or something it like adds yeah. to it but i really i genuinely do like the taste of it just on yeah. its own i don't a know lot if it's, it is oh sorry a lot of it's like the texture as well it's like yeah. a nice texture similar yeah. to meat so yeah. yeah i really like it um that and uh, goat's cheese, Brussels sprouts. Oh, love both of those things. I know, I love Brussels sprouts and I love goat's amazing. cheese. Amazing. So together they're amazing. Mm. So you just boil your Brussels sprouts, cut them in half and then fry them together with some pepper and goat's cheese. And that sounds amazing. Yeah, can, can, we talk about, can we talk about Brussels sprouts for a moment? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy they don't divide us. They divide yeah. so many groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard something which could be a myth that you either love them Mm-hmm. Like scientifically, if you like love them or hate them, you can't just not mind them. Kind of like coriander. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate coriander. But yeah, yeah. maybe. I, I love them. I would take them mm-hmm. off your plate. I really like them. I think the mistake a lot of people because I don't like when they are boiled until they're soggy. Oh yes. yeah. I think so. the mistake a lot of people do is they don't. They just boil them and then they like a green mush that doesn't yeah, taste very well. But no. if you do something nice with them, like roast them and leave them to be a bit kind of al dente. Like, yeah. They still have a little bit of yeah. a chew or crunch to them. Yeah. Or like put mm. them with some kind of cheese or roast them with like honey. Mm. Then like, oh my God, Ooh, they're amazing. The thing is, I say I love them, but I don't really eat them at other times of the year. No, I tend f- to eat them in winter and that's about it. <laughs> you will normally find a packet of frozen Brussels sprouts in my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I just... It, not every year, but there'll be some years that I'm like, I just can't let the whole Brussels sprouts thing go. So I will eat them all year round. Because yeah. if you like, um, I house sat a couple of years ago and it was just handy to have something that wasn't really a faff to cook mm-hmm. and you just could buy it and it lasted a lot of meals and you just portioned it out with like, had it with some rice and some sort of sauce or something. Oh, yeah. They're very versatile. Yeah. I mean, they are winter food and like yeah. that's when they're in Seasonal. season. Yeah. So. Yeah like these days you can get food basically anytime but yeah. I think possible. maybe that's why a lot of people find that they are like Christmas because they're related to Christmas and also they are winter vegetables so yeah, yeah. And I, I like eating what's in season I yeah. have one um, my mum actually has the Covent Garden soup cookbook and it oh. has a soup for every day of the year and oh. so she and I both um, kind of don't like to eat things that aren't in season so when mm-hmm. it's pea and ham soup day or whatever it is we'll eat it on that day <laughs> but that's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. no that's nice that's, that's nice good. and yeah as you say brussels sprouts and such like are more winter vegetables yeah. um, but i'm glad we all like them me too um, i'm personally so i'm from sweden and we don't have the same christmas dinner in sweden obviously we have more of like a buffet style with lots of different types of sausage and meat and fish and potato and things like that. Oh. We do have Brussels sprouts, so it's fairly similar, but I'm actually really looking forward to having a British Christmas dinner this year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm celebrating Christmas in Northern Ireland with my boyfriend and his family. And I've, I, I had a Christmas dinner when I had like my little dinner with my work friends. And I really enjoy how the British Christmas dinner is more as like a set meal rather yeah. than a buffet. And everything just goes together really well. Whereas yeah, the Swedish yeah. dinner, there's a lot of things that are really nice, but then you can't have them together. Oh, okay. Um, so you eat them in stages. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, and I recently discovered Yorkshire puddings, which are amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Carol, looking forward to that. <laughs> you made them um, for your birthday yeah. party for yeah. She's she'd already had some, but I was like, oh. Me get some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Yorkshire pins on the go. They went really good. They went nicely with gin, too. Yeah, yeah. there's another two in the freezer if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I am missing some of the Swedish Christmas food, but I recently yeah. made Swedish saffron buns, oh, yeah. which are a traditional sweet bun thing you have during December. Um, they're literally they're similar to a brioche bun with they've got like butter and milk and sugar in them but they also have saffron so they're yellow um, which I recently made because they're relatively easy to make mm-hmm. um, so yeah okay. if you want something different for Christmas I highly recommend making so those cool. <laughs> yeah all <laughs> those are nice <clears throat> what about you? so I just love comfort food at this time of year yeah. um, and one of the most comforting dishes I can think of is a recipe that my mum makes really well and I've learn to make too. It's um, shepherd's pie, so it uses lamb, but it has a kind of bolognese inspiration. So usually um, shepherd's pie is kind of gravy-based, but this is kind mm-hmm. of tomatoey and garlicky. It has got mm-hmm. beef stock in it, um, but there's also a bit of chilli, a bit of a kick, so it really does warm you up inside, and when it's baked in the oven with some cheese on top, it's just delicious. It sounds um, amazing. With some green veg and, yeah, a nice cup of something hot in the house mm. I just I love love shepherd's pie at this time of year so yeah that would be my festive tip that sounds really good really you nice. could probably do it with something like vegetarian corn bin yeah definitely mushroom yeah. definitely because that's something the thing. like that there's so much flavor to this recipe because of the tomato the garlic and the chili yeah it's not bland which means any kind of yeah. vegetarian alternative would be really good yeah yeah that's what um I'm going up to my in-laws for Christmas this year and it, when we're there they very rarely eat they are meat eaters but they very rarely eat um, meat mm-hmm. they just, usually just have vegetarian <coughs> options but That's what nice. they do like at Christmas they'll obviously have a turkey and things like that for because the vast majority of people aren't vegetarians what they do which has become a tradition every time we go up there at Christmas time is they make melange bourguignon or something. I can't remember exactly oh, how it's oh. pronounced. But it's like aubergine. And I don't normally oh, like aubergine. I love aubergine, aubergine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I normally don't like it, but I think it's because most of the times I have it, it's never cooked properly. Yeah. And it has that really weird texture if it's not cooked properly. Yeah, it can but be soggy. Yeah. But this is just cooked like to perfection. It's got chestnuts in it. And oh, it's just so good. But what they do is they always just make that and then they do a side of meat. So it's really handy. Oh. So we're always eating the same thing and it's just... Nice. Yeah, nice. Oh, That's lovely. So it's always nice when you can find a recipe that like incorporates. <coughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly, that you can make vegetarian. Well, seeing as how we are affectionately know each other as our as the self-care sisters we do our, our, our group chat on facebook is the self-care sisters stars. in our first few weeks of friendship um how many times did we say 
Hashtag self-care. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Lost <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> oh, we're, we were supposed to do something uni-related, but we ended up going for a bath or reading a bit. Oh, self-care. 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 Important. <laughs> Very important. Um, but in light of that, should we talk about some good ideas for self-care tips, especially over Christmas time? Yeah. Do you want to go first, Kirsty? Yeah, so um, my self-care tip for Christmas without simply just saying spend more time with your family I think that's kind of a given at this time of year um and it's also a real trend at the moment particularly at concerts and such like to turn off your phone turn off social media Mm. get away from that laptop screen you know which we're all consumed by the rest of the year but I just I really would emphasize that there's no other time of year when you can really be with all the people you love at once hopefully or you know at least some of the people you love and while it's important and we all do it to get that perfect Instagram picture or that lovely Facebook post mm-hmm. and get lots of likes and communicate mm-hmm. with people on there, I think really living in the moment and just enjoying you know, the love and the smiles and everything that you've looked forward to that makes Christmas so special, just really just to put the phone in the bag and just enjoy it. And I think the reason that relates to self-care is it just it makes you you know if you don't see some of these people for a long time you truly feel feel like you've spent quality time mm-hmm. with them and that yeah. makes you feel good and it makes them feel good yeah, yeah. so yeah that would be family orientation would be that's a, a really good, good thing. tip yeah. yeah and I think the stress of having to put up that as you say the perfect post or the perfect yeah. Instagram is yeah, you don't need that stress during no, Christmas no. and just putting that away and enjoying the moment mm-hmm. is definitely self-care. Also, like, you're talking about putting away phones and I think so much of our lives these days, it's on technology. Like, mm-hmm. we talk to people, through, uh, on, we message people on social media and yeah. we do, um, we can read on And I'm guilty of it, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't proclaim to be no. this, you know, no. like, person who easily puts their phone down and check my social media constantly which is why I'm trying to consciously move away from it a little yeah. bit just yeah. just for at least a few days over the festive period I think it would make yeah. me feel refreshed and just more connected with my family mm-hmm. so that sounds really nice yeah what about you guys give me a self-care tip and everyone listening. well mine is kind of related well it's kind of twofold so it's related to the food that we talked about so mm-hmm. I um Firstly, that you should never, never feel guilty about the Christmas food that you eat. It's Christmas and you have all these chocolates and the like heavy comfort food, but it is just Christmas and you need to like relax and yeah. just enjoy it agree. and treat yourself and don't feel guilty. But that said, it's good, I always find it's good for my mental health to really take the time to go outside, have a little walk, yeah. just get some fresh air and move your legs a little bit which makes you feel a lot less lethargic and gives you more energy. Definitely. Um, so that would be my self-care tip, to get outside a little bit each day. It doesn't have to be long, just like 20 minutes, half an hour. makes such a difference. And would you say that where you're going in Ireland lends itself to some nice yeah, walks? Yeah. yeah, so my boyfriend's family's house is in the middle of the countryside. Um, they have three dogs over Aww. Christmas, which I'm very excited about. Yay. So I'll have to go. On, I'll have to. I'll um, <laughs> I'll go on lots of dog walks. Um, I'll excuse the Instagram post if they're dog. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There, there will be some Instagram posts. I cannot. Um, yeah, and there's there's a really lovely village nearby which has a lake and like a walk around the lake. That's beautiful. So. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 
enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds so nice. Daryl, what about you? So, as you guys both know, <laughs> um, I love baths. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you guys got me a lovely bath bomb. <laughs> I have become slightly obsessed with baths. Um, especially, I find it's very, like, something very relaxing, especially when you've got lots of assignments due and I'll happily take a really long bath. Just so warm and nice. So my self-care tip for Christmas is going to be have a bath. If you don't have a bath, that's fine. Have a long shower use some really nice, if you have a bath, use a really nice bath bomb. If you don't have a bath, use some really nice shower products or something. But just take your time mm. to chill. Light some candles. Yeah, relax. Just have a good, like, moment of kind of, like, quiet meditation, yeah. maybe, in the bath. And just, it can, uh, it can be, Christmas can be quite a stressful time for people. Um if you're running around and you've got lots of family to see it's always so nice seeing them but it can by the end of Christmas you can be like oh yeah it's been, yeah, it's been very busy you can't wait to return to normal sometimes yeah it's normal life yeah because it's so lovely seeing people but um I know that I love I love being around people but after a while I need to have some chill time mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. kind of just some time you're, by myself yeah, yeah. me time yeah, also so keeps you nice and warm in this. Exactly, yeah. you could have a cup of hot chocolate or a mulled oh. wine or something oh, like that. Lovely. Yes. <gasps> oh, lovely! <laughs> <laughs> Take a deep breath. Oh, yeah. I love mulled wine. And talking about Christmas, it's the season of giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought we would do talk about gift ideas or what gifts we've we're giving this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. we realise it's a bit late to give you yeah. tips. <laughs> yeah, whoever's listening, but so we can just kind of. Talk about what we've had and if it gives you inspiration for next year. Yeah. Better. Or for birthdays to come. Or yeah, something like, like that. Exactly. <laughs> or for gifts to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mimi yeah. will be like, hint, hint. Hint, <laughs> hint, hint. My birthday's soon. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I actually haven't bought a lot of Christmas presents this year because my family, since I'm not seeing my family, we're not doing Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did Christmas cards. Um and because I'm a student and don't have a lot of money, me and my boyfriend decided on a quite small budget, which mm-hmm. I'm happy about. But yeah. I bought him um, a board game called mm-hmm. Exploding Kittens, um, which I feel is quite a nice gift because it's the gift that you can use in the future yeah. and you use it mm-hmm. as a social thing. So yeah. you can use it with friends or family. You can even use it over Christmas um, mm-hmm. to spend time together Um and it's a reason to meet people and as like Kirsty talked about before to get off your phone and just yeah. use this physical board game to have a good time together. Yeah, that's yeah. something we've definitely lost. I mean, at your birthday last week, we, we played Trivial, Trivial Pursuit and it was so much fun. It was great it, fun. It, it <laughs> back, yeah, it took me back to that quality time and that laugh and that really using your brain but also yeah. having fun. You know, like mm-hmm. social media, you can use your brain, of course, yeah. but... Um, yeah, it's nice to just work in teams and really yeah. have that kind of yeah. camaraderie. And yeah. what what's the game? What's Exploding kittens. Um, so I've only played it once, and it was last summer. Um, but he mentioned that he wanted it. Um, it's a card game of sorts, and you have have you played it, Daryl? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you have different cards, and the kittens have like different abilities, and I, I yeah, I can't really remember. To be oh, honest, it's kind of like. Like, it's kind of like Uno, 
but not. In that <laughs> it's a card game. And you're, like, trying to get, like, rid of cards. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But you're also... You don't want your kitten to explode. You, you can't get... If you're... If you can't, like, stop the exploding kitten, you're out. So, you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's really fun. The first time I played I'm it... Intrigued. It was a bit... I didn't know what was going on, so I was really confused. But the second time <laughs> it was really fun. So, definitely recommend Yeah. It. Yeah, that'll be a good fun to play. Good. I love board games. I love board games. Me too. I think... Really like them. Like, I love that over, like, a... <laughs> Like, I love having, like, a get-together and, like, having some drinks. But my idea, my ideal, like, evening was probably my gin party. Because <laughs> it was, you had some drinks, you had some board games, and it was just really fun. It's, like, it's good because games. you can chat around it, but you still have something to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can and stop something. and start. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's just a laugh. I also think it's a really good thing for, like, if you're, if you've got people coming over who are, like, who are from different sort of like friend groups or stuff? Yeah. So I thought I thought like if we played a game, it'd be quite fun because obviously you hadn't met like Hannah's sister. Mm-hmm. So like when I thought it would be quite a fun thing to like definitely it's like an icebreaker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. And depending on what game you're playing, it could be it shows who's really competitive. Yeah, who's not <laughs> <Be> me? <laughs> <laughs> who's most likely to flip the monopoly board? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So in terms of gifts, um. I'm quite pleased with what I've got from my boyfriend, Michael, this year. Um, this is a gift that I got on a website called Not in the High Street, which some of you may have heard of. Um, it comes from a company called Bookishly, and Michael has said in the past that while he reads a lot, he reads a lot of um, chart books and um, political books and... You know, he really reads widely, but he hasn't read a lot of the classics. And mm-hmm. I have read a lot of the classics. I'm actually trying to read more modern yeah. stuff at the moment. Um, but anyway, this gift is a monthly subscription. And I've bought three months worth of a delivery to his door um, once a month of a vintage classic book, which is secondhand. And I don't have any control over what that book will be. I just kind of put in criteria of, you know, he likes George Orwell, he likes... Dickens, he likes different um, classic writers and it's going to be a Penguin book that will be delivered to him along with a filter coffee which will be different each month and he Mm -hmm. has a coffee machine so for one day of each month he can sit down with a different classic book, have a nice filter coffee and to me that kind of sounded like a gift that would kind of keep on giving and it kind of, it shows that you're listening to someone I guess because he did tell me months ago he'd like to read more classics and yeah, so that's a really nice that, gift. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. I like experience kind of gifts. <laughs> yeah, like same. you with the board game, it's yeah. nice to not just give yeah. someone an object sometimes, although that can be lovely. It's nice yeah. to give them something to do. Yeah, so. Absolutely. What about you, Darren? Um, well, funny that you mentioned Bookishly. Um, <laughs> got my mother in law books from Bookishly. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> we should get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my mother-in-law a collection of some of Georgette Hare's vintage oh, um, books, lovely. which are, she has a whole load of Georgette Hare books, but these are the vintage kind of copies of them. So, oh, lovely, she love that. Yeah, but I, yeah, this year especially, I really went quite big on the literary gifts. Um, the best gifts. The best gifts, <laughs> yeah. The only gifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just... They're so much fun. I've got quite a few. Um, got a couple of friends and family. Um, book sleeves for oh, your books yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, 
Um, You're such a creative gift buyer and such a thoughtful <laughs> gift buyer. Yeah. I love, I love all of your literary ideas. Um, yeah, like books are always gifts. good gifts. Yeah, um, definitely. They're also kind of like giving an experience because the yeah, reading yeah, a book exactly. is an experience. And there's nothing better than that feeling when you've read a book and someone hasn't and you recommend it and you think, ah, oh, you're at the start of that journey. I'm so, oh, yeah. I'm so jealous of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could be yeah. back there. I love that feeling. Yeah. So it's giving that feeling too, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I guess we're coming to a close. We are, um, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to give our quotes of the day, one each, yeah? Or quote yeah. of the month. Quote of the month, favorite, yeah, favourite yeah, quote of the month. Um, so this could be your Christmas quotes. What have you guys come up with? So my quote <laughs> for right now, this month, um, is Be You Bravely, which doesn't really have much to do with Christmas per se, but I've had earlier last, earlier this, no, last week, this Monday, um... I had a bit of a like a low self-esteem point for a few days because of several things that happened and um, I tend to be very critical towards myself and just focus on the negative things um, and this is this quote sort of mirrors that I, while I want to always improve and strive to become a better person I also don't want to criticize myself too much yeah. and be ashamed of who I am yeah um so it's again kind of twofold that while I want to improve I also want to be proud of who I am yeah I'm proud yeah. of you for that yeah oh, thanks guys and I think <laughs> I think conversations we've had these past few months have kind of revealed that we are all quite harsh on ourselves yeah. sometimes as are I'm sure a lot of yeah. people yeah. at this stage of life particularly and it's important to be kind to you yeah yeah exactly Definitely. you're being yeah. Christmas is a time of being kind to one yeah. another and loving one another and if you can't start that with you then it's harder to yeah it's definitely it, yeah. yeah that's a lovely yeah. one what um, about you guys so um a brilliant christmas film which i'm sure a lot of you've heard of is it's a wonderful life yeah, oh, yeah. Um, definitely a tearjerker and one to bring out this time of year yes so my quote comes from the film and it's all that you can take with you is that which you've given away and i think that relates as well to my kind of self-care tip of giving yes giving lovely gifts and thoughtfulness but also just giving your time yeah. and how that makes you feel it's a self-care thing as well as a caring thing to do because it makes you feel good and you can take that away with you that you really gave undivided attention to someone that you love yeah. and that loves you so yeah i would say all that you can take with you is that which you've given away that's so that nice. is lovely very yeah. very apt for christmas yeah no definitely yeah that's so sweet what about before we all <laughs> tears. This is getting so emotional, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, so like you were saying, we're all very self-critical of ourselves, and I'd say probably unnecessarily. So we're yeah. all doing very well, and we've had a very, I'd say, a very good action-packed. Yeah, action-packed intent. Yep all these things. <laughs> but very productive and we've done some things we should really be proud of yeah. the last few months um, starting up this and things but um, I know I'm a big worrier same there's always something to worry about mm-hmm. and if I let myself worry too much I get it freaks me out and I'm like worry about everything and I worry about being worried yeah <laughs> it's a worry cycle so I came across this one which I don't have a direct um name from who it's from but it's an english proverb 
um, and it says worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair it gives you something to do but it doesn't get you anywhere which mm-hmm. I think is very apt because yeah. yeah no matter how much you worry it doesn't mm-hmm. it never gets you anywhere no. it's always it's there's no point to it really no. no it takes up a lot of your time and energy yeah but at the end of the day the more it doesn't it really doesn't help you no finish assignments doesn't help you apply for stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. I think it relates um to I don't know if you guys have listened to the sunscreen song but Baz Luhrmann says that the yeah. biggest worries in your life are the ones that blindside you so yeah. the things you know the things you worry about are usually kind of minor and yeah. you don't know what's going to come around the corner so just try to enjoy the moment I yeah guess. And in the moment definitely those are some lovely quotes yeah, yeah this has yeah. been fun guys yeah it has been fun <laughs> so we've done our first podcast yay well done <laughs> so our next one is going to be key to 2019 yeah so yep. all about the new year yep and we'll come up sometime in january uh-huh <laughs> definitely will be yeah. there in january um and we hope that all of you out there listening hopefully there are plural people listening, um, have <laughs> not just our family <laughs> but thank you family for listening yes thank you we love you <laughs> we love you have a lovely christmas yeah. and you guys have a lovely christmas we're gonna yeah, everyone have a lovely couple weeks but we'll, yeah. we'll get back together for yeah take care podcast. of yourselves yeah. and have a happy Be new kind. year and make sure to wish Mimi a, ber- a very happy birthday. It's the 2nd of January, So if anyone's looking to find us on other social media, although we've just, we've just said not to spend too much time on social media, but if you ignore us on Tuesday, <laughs> we are key to three and that's uh, three in letters yep. um, on both Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And we, that's all we have. We don't have an Instagram. We do have an Instagram. No, we don't have it. <laughs> we don't have a Facebook. Is what I meant to say. <laughs> We're doing but, so well. Yeah, T on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and we will put links to things we've mentioned in the the comment description. Description. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.